uh, the recording. And share my screen. So just a few things to, uh, to for us today. If you want to share something in the chat, uh, it is open for you to uh, to share. Um, um, please know that we'll be watching it if you have any questions or anything also. Um, um, a few announcements for us today. Um, um, if you are visiting and and because we don't recognize all the phone numbers uh, that are on, um, there's the link that you can let us know a little bit about yourself. Uh, we'd love to get to know you better. Um, um, we have been trying to uh, to reach out in a new way with text messaging, um, and we've come up against a, a glitch in the system. Um, if there's anything good about our church is that we know how to break stuff and tell people that doesn't work well so that we can give feedback and let them know how they can fix it. So um, uh, we'll be uh, fix trying to figure that out. Today, after the service, was supposed to be the degreening of the church, um, but we uh, obviously aren't going to be doing that. Um, and I'm not sure if we settled on another date yet um, for that. Um, but we were hoping that if you were available um, when we find a date and let you know about it, if you could come in and help us um, degree the church and close out uh, the season of, uh, of Christmas as we enter into the season of Epiphany. Um, there are uh, two dates for, uh, for pantry coming up. Um, you can't really click on the links as you see them on the screen, but we'll get those out to you so that you can uh, help um, us um, on the two dates in January for our pantry uh, coming up. Um, there is a, um, a second annual um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, coming up on January 15th at Grace Lutheran Church um, that you are welcome to join um, that is sponsored by Yorktown for Justice and Race Amity. Um, the next lunch bunch will be um, 17th. Seven, uh, January 17th. Um, our deacons are, have a program for us, and we hope that you will come. It's a potluck, and we'd love for you to be there and be a part of it. Um, and more information is in the emails that we send out weekly on Fridays. So um, as we, um, we gather into this time together, um, uh, here's what we're hoping to do together today. Um, Garrett uh, is going to be uh, at times playing some music for us to listen to. You can certainly sing along. Remember, if if you don't feel like you have a very good voice, you're muted, so you can sing as loud as you want. And it's going to be making a joyful noise, I think, as Garrett has said before. Um, and um, uh, and if for some reason the sound does not um, work well. Um, there's not a lot that we can do about it right now. Um, so um, we're hoping that the connection stays as strong as possible um, and that the sound comes through, whether Garrett's playing or we're doing the liturgy or Tammy is preaching today. Uh, anything else before we... So... Get your communion uh, bread and juice ready. So, um, so let's take a moment um, uh, to center ourselves into this time together. Um, if you would close your eyes for a moment and take a deep breath.
We can be grateful for the that we are in the presence of God together wherever we are, um, and that we can stay connected even over Zoom. So let us worship God together. Please join me in the call to worship. Come and see. We hear the call of love ringing in our ears. Come and see. We see the light of stars and candles leading the way. Come and see. We long for a sign and experience to know God face to face. Come and see. We come to be part of God's story of love. Garrett. Chip, I think you're muted. So, Garrett, I don't think we heard that. At least I didn't. I hope others maybe did. Nothing. No. I hear you. That's but... strange because it's coming from the same. Nothing. That's weird. But you can hear me talking. I can right. hear you talking. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see here. Well, let's go on with the service and we'll try and figure it out along the way. So please join us in this prayer of approach. Eternal maker of the endless heavens, infant Christ, the word made flesh, Holy Spirit, wind over the waters of creation and baptism. You are present among us. O hidden mystery, sun behind all suns, light shining in darkness. In everything we touch, in everyone we meet, you are there and we give you thanks. God of glory, you sent your son Jesus among us to show us your light and reveal your love for all people and all of creation. Forgive, Forgive us for all the ways that we hide or weaken the brightness of your light. When we withhold your love, when we squander your gifts, when we turn away from the poor and those in need of care, when we ignore cries for justice, when we do not strive for peace. For all we should be and all we can amend. God, God in your, your love, renew us. us. 
for all you have in store for us and all you may demand of us. God, God in your love, love prepare us. For the life of the world and the love of its people. God, in your love, commit us. Amen. Should we try again? Oh. Nope. In the darkness, light shines. In the midst of troubled waters, a hand reaches out. By, by water and word, by, by the spirit of God's redeeming grace, we, we are marked and sealed as God's beloved children. This good news is more powerful than any other voices, any mistakes, any sins we commit. Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, God forgives, renews, and restores us. Forgiven and freed, let us follow the stone and share God's light and love with the world. Amen. Right, Garrett. Okay. So you can hear me talking. And you can't, can you hear the piano at all? No, no. Okay, so here we go. To God the Father, heavenly lights, to Christ revealed in mercy light, to God the Holy Spirit raise an endless song of thankful praise. So as we prepare to hear God's word read and proclaimed, please join us in this prayer for illumination. Radiant God, we are listening for your living word made flesh for us in Jesus Christ. Call us to come and discover the Christ child born anew within us and around us. May our lives radiate Christ's presence as we follow in his footsteps. Amen. Our first lesson uh, today comes from Matthew uh, chapter 2. Uh, listen for God's word and wisdom uh, for us today. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there among them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. 
So we're going to um, switch audio here um, so that, um, so give us just a moment. There we go. There we go. In our second lesson is from the Gospel of Mark, the first chapter. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. A voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved with you. I am well pleased. And everybody, this is Jethro. <laughs> Who isn't going to leave me alone? <laughs> so, uh, hang on a second, come back for the word of God in scripture, oh. for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thank you to be God. God. So, um, I don't know how we've gotten through the entire pandemic and everything, but I think this is the first time I've ever had to preach on Zoom, and it is really weird. Um, to not be able to see people's faces so well. But anyway, we'll give it a try. So, <laughs> phew, the holidays are over. So maybe we've started to catch our breath after all of the holiday hoopla and travels are past us. Maybe. I don't know about you, but this first week in January always feels like I'm in limbo. Christmas is over and everyone is back to school and work. But I'm not ready to, ready to take down the decorations yet. We're past the longest night of the year, and we're supposedly enjoying a few more minutes of light each day, but it is still really dark out there at 5 p.m. The trees are bare, the air is frosty, the earth is frozen, and even a bit snow-covered, and I still feel like I'm in full hibernation mode, definitely not quite ready to jump into this new year and hit the ground running. Yes, we are at the beginning of a new year, but none of us has any idea what this new year holds in store for us. Despite all of our thoughtful preparation and best laid plans, we all know that life has a way of surprising us and going in unexpected directions. And all we can do is wait to see what will emerge in its own good time. I think the time we are living in is actually more like a pregnant pause, full of possibilities that haven't quite arrived yet. Now, wait a minute, you might be thinking. I thought the season of Advent was about waiting, and now that Jesus has been born, the waiting is supposed to be over, right? The good news of great joy is here, and we can move on with our lives. Well, not quite. Jesus may have been born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, but has he been born anew in you, in our church, in each new day that comes our way? How has this good news become incarnate in us, in our lives, in our world today? Where is God's light shining now? Where has Christ been made manifest in and around us? Our scripture lessons today take place in this limbo land, this pregnant pause, this time when we are betwixt and between the now and the not yet. Yesterday was January 6th 
Epiphany, the day we celebrate the journey of, of the Magi, who saw a strange star shining in the heavens, left their homes behind, and went in search of a new king, a new teaching, a new life. They spent weeks, months, maybe even years following a star through many a long, dark night, putting one foot in front of the other and trusting in the light that beckoned them onward, even when they had no idea where they would end up. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they went to King Herod, thinking that they would find this new power in the traditional seat of power and in the full light of day, only to realize that they were sorely mistaken. So back into the shadows and the darkness they went until the star led them to a lowly carpenter and his wife and their little child who radiated with the promised light of the world. That's when the Magi got down on their knees and worshiped the holy and mysterious power that turned all worldly power upside down and showed them a whole new way of seeing, understanding, and living in the world. No wonder they had to go home by a different way because, because they knew that after beholding this holy presence, nothing would ever be the same for them again. Yesterday was Epiphany, but today is Baptism of the Lord Sunday, when we fast forward 30 years to find Jesus all grown up and coming out into the wilderness to be baptized by John the Baptist. We know very little about Jesus' life in the interim, only that he was most likely a carpenter like his father and a devoted Jew steeped in the knowledge and traditions of first century Judaism. Now here he is, seeking out his rough and ready, crunchy, groovy, burning man, cousin John, who has been shaking things up with the religious establishment, proclaiming a baptism of repentance in preparation for the coming of the one who was greater than him and who would baptize not with water, but with the Holy Spirit. No one suspected anything out of the ordinary when Jesus appeared, probably not even Jesus himself, Yet when he came up out of the water, the heavens above him were torn apart and the Holy Spirit dive-bombed him like a missile seeking its target. Then a voice reverberated in Jesus' ears and head and heart and soul saying, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Regardless of what Jesus knew or thought before, now everything had changed. His true identity which had been taking shape inside him over the past 30 years, born and nurtured by Mary and Joseph in their humble home and carpenter shop in Nazareth, waiting until the appropriate time, his true identity had now been revealed. And from this point on, his life would never be the same again. Something similar happens when you have a baby, doesn't it? You've spent your life being loved and nurtured and taught how to love and nurture others. Then you get pregnant, and for nine long months, that baby grows inside you, in the darkness of the womb, hidden from the light of day. Other than the occasional kick and your shrinking bladder, you have no idea what's going on in there or who this little person will be. 
Other than making sure that you eat healthy foods and take care of yourself, you have very little control over the process. You just have to trust it. Then when the time is right, labor begins and you have to ride the wave of contractions and pushing until the baby is born. Emerging from his or her snug little lair, crying and flailing aimlessly in this blindingly bright, disconcertingly spacious, surprisingly cold world. And somewhere along the way, you become a parent and your life is never the same. In my study of Celtic Christianity and our recent travels to Scotland, I have become quite fond of St. Bridget, who along with Patrick and Columba is one of the patron saints of Ireland. Bridget was a very early Celtic Christian saint who lived in the fifth and sixth centuries. Legend has it that Bridget was born to a Druid father and a Christian mother and was eventually ordained as a priest in the Celtic church in Ireland, becoming the abbess of the abbey at Kildare as well as the several convents of nuns throughout the Celtic Christian world at the time. Bridget is known to be the patroness of babies and children, midwives, blacksmiths and poets, livestock and learning, healers and sailors, farmers and travelers, among many other things. According to legend, Bridget was born in the doorway of her parents' house, neither inside nor outside. And just before sunrise, neither during the night nor the day, but at the morning twilight, the time of two lights. Because of this, Bridget is associated with all of the thresholds and transitions of our lives offering us guidance and protection as we travel through our liminal spaces and times. So it makes sense that Bridget's feast day would be on February 1st, which was considered by the early Celts to be the first day of spring. In Gaelic, this day was called Imbo, because it me which means in the belly, because it recognized that even though the ground may be bare, there is new life germinating just beneath the surface. The night before Imbol, or Bridget's Eve, was a huge celebration because it symbolized the threshold between light and dark, between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, the bridge between the barrenness of winter to the new life of springtime. As John Philip Newell explains in his book, Sacred Earth, Sacred Soul, Bridget helps us to remember that resurrection energy, the stirring of new life in our souls, and spring energy, the bursting of new life from the earth will come from the same fountain source. Just as we expect spring energy to burst forth through the winter earth each year, so we can faithfully to look to what is trying to come forth from the unknown depths of the soul. Newell continues, what are the barren places within us today? In our lives as individuals, in the most important relationships of life, and in our societies and religious communities. Bridget invites us to remember that there is new life in the belly. We may not know what it will look like, what form and color it may take. We may not know exactly how it is going to come forth or when, but as surely as we know that new life will emerge from the earth in the spring, we can know that new life is gestating now, deep within us, and all around us. In these dark midwinter days, 
I wonder what new life might be germinating, gestating, growing, and taking shape within us, within our church, within our world. Just like a seed under the ground or a caterpillar entering a cocoon, are we willing to trust the process, to live in the darkness a little while longer, to allow the transformation from what was before to what will be to unfold in its own good time? Are we willing to follow the star and listen to the voice that assures us of God's presence and love in all of the thresholds and transitions of our lives? I would like to close today with a poem called Welcoming a New Year, which was posted on the website of the Sisters of St. Martha of Antigonish in Nova Scotia. A new year stands on my doorstep, ready to enter my life's journey. Something in me welcomes this visitor, the hope of bountiful blessings, the joy of a new beginning, the freshness of unclaimed surprises. Something in me rebuffs this visitor, the swiftness of the coming, the boldness of the entrance, the challenge of a year's goodbye. Something in me fears this visitor, the unnamed events of future days, the wisdom needed to walk love well, the demands of giving away and growing. A new year stands on my doorstep with fragile caution, I move to open the door for its entrance. My heart leaps with surprise, joy jumps in my eyes, for there beside this brand new year stands my God with outstretched hand. God smiles and gently asks of me, can we walk this year together? And I, so overwhelmed with goodness, can barely whisper my reply, welcome in. Whatever is waiting to be born in us and through us, God grant us the courage to live in the darkness and to follow faithfully through all of the thresholds of our lives, opening our arms and hearts to welcome the one who calls us beloved and walks with us each day. Amen. Can you hear that? Hey, big thanks to Abby Cross for the audio settings tip. There's the Cross Clan. Thank you. All right. All right so, so let me share. Let me share.
Thanks for the technical help. Um, it's nice to hear the music, Garrett. Um, uh, as we um, come into a time of offering, um, we are grateful today for all the ways that people give, and we are grateful for the ways that we can give even when we're not together. Um, and so uh, we want to say a word of thanks to you for your commitment, your financial commitment to our church and our ministry, and the way in which we choose to be an intentional community together and can build that uh, with all the ways that we can give. As a part of that, um, we are thankful for everybody who continues, who has made a covenant with us uh, to pray, engage, and give. Um, and if you have not done so, uh, we invite you to take out your cell phone and scan the QR code uh, so that you can make it now. Um, we are um, um, grateful that uh, that there it is. It is. It means a lot to me, for instance, to know that there are people who are praying for Tammy and me on a regular basis and for the ministry of our church. And it means a lot to be able to tell the story of how you share your gifts um, and, and the way in which in our pledges uh, that we are uh, making sure that our space is a welcoming space, not only for us, but for so many people uh, who count on us and our ministry every day. So thank you for your, your covenant uh, with us to be a part of our ministry. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Garrett, um, who has um, a video for us um, for our, uh, our offering time. Thank you. 
So, uh, I'd like to do something a little different um, for our joys and concerns. We're actually going to uh, put you in some breakout rooms for a few minutes um, in smaller groups so that you can um, share a joy and a concern and your star word and actually get to know some of the people who you may not sit on the same side of the church with, uh, but go to church with every Sunday. Um, we do not have this planned out ahead of time, um, but um, so however Zoom um, creates these rooms, um, is we're just going to call it an act of God and give thanks for it. Um, and um, and we hope that you will take a few minutes to share who you are and your connection to the church if you don't know uh, some of the other people in the room. Uh, as far as your star words go, um, if you feel comfortable doing it, um, if you've received your star word, we would invite you to uh, to share uh, what the word is and um, uh, and what uh, how you feel about the word. Um, because we've already heard a variety of feelings about some of the words. Um, and um, and just as a reminder, um, we have a very complex algorithm that allow that that makes it makes it possible that we don't know which word you're going to get. Um, and um, uh, so we want you to hope and we hope that this word will guide you through the year and that this time in your breakout room will be an opportunity to sort of share some thoughts about what it means to you and um and what uh how you think it's gonna um help you even today and if you haven't gotten your star word yet um they were mailed on uh wednesday thursday and friday from the church so some people may not have gotten them yet if you don't get one by next week, like by Wednesday, you can call the church office and we will make sure you do. Um, and if you don't have one, um, then maybe you can share the word you hope you'll get um, <laughs> and uh, and we will make no promises. So um, on your screen um, in just a moment here, um, you're about to get um, a... Um, an invitation to join the room, uh, join a room, please click uh, yes, or whatever it is, and um, and share joy, concern, whatever your star word might be, and we will call you back in about five or seven minutes. All right, you should be getting a notice now to join. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. What happened with me to change? So Abby sent me. Welcome back. Um, we're going to uh, be moving into our time of communion together. Um, and we invite you to uh, get your communion elements ready. Um, uh, and um, and as you do that, uh, we bring together the, the joys and concerns of our, um, that you have shared, um, your hopes with your star word, um, the lives that we live um, and uh, we gather together, um, not around one table, uh, but around many tables. Um, and so that all our tables become places where we can know the presence of God together. So um, please join me in our prayer of thanksgiving. Epiphany people, the Lord be with you. And also with you. Pilgrims in this new year, lift up your hearts. We lift them to the one who goes with us into the future. Followers around the font, listen to the Spirit calling you beloved. Renewed in the waters of grace, we offer our thanks and praise for God's gift of new life in Christ. Let us pray. Holy One, the beginning and the end, the giver of life. Blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in darkness and the light. Blessed are you for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophet's hopes and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your son Jesus, the word made flesh. With this bread and cup, we remember your living word dwelling among us full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth in his death and resurrection, and we would look with hope for his coming. Holy God, we long for your spirit. Come among us, bless this meal together. May your word take flesh in us. Awaken your people and fill us with your light and bring the gift of peace on earth. All praise and glory are yours, Holy One of Israel, word of God incarnate, power of the Most High, one God, now and forever. Hear us as we pray, as your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
And forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We had a bread. So. so when our Lord was at table, he took bread. And after giving thanks to God, he broke it. And he gave it to those with him saying, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he also gave them um, a cup um, and said, um, all those who are thirsty, and drink from this cup. The promise is that they will never thirst again. These so are the, the gifts, gifts of God, God for, for the, the people, people of God. God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Let us share in this feast together. Please join us in our prayer after communion. Loving, Loving God, God, you gather us together around this table to give us your greatest gift, the grace of your Son, Jesus Christ. Your gift comes with the promise that you will be with us in the new year, just as you have been in the past. Lead us into the future with a strong sense of your presence and purpose for our lives and our church. Open our eyes to fresh ways of connecting with you, one another, and the world. May our lives and our ministry together be the gift that this world needs in the coming year and beyond. Amen. After our blessing and sending, um, if you want to stay online, uh, we can have a time of fellowship together. 
Um, uh, we'll do the blessing and sending and Garrett's going to do a brief postlude and then um, Chip and I will keep the meeting open and stay here for anyone who wants to chat. Please join me in the blessing and sending. The light of God to lead us. The, the grace, grace of, of God, God to renew us. The power of God to uphold us. The love, the love of God, God to bless us as we follow the light of the world into God's future for us. Go in peace to love and serve God and this world God loves. Amen.